Starting live in three, two, one. What's up, everybody, and welcome back this week for the Loud Thumbs Podcast, your place for news, reviews, games, and brews. I'm one of your hosts, Nick. And I'm your other host, Josh. And, uh, man, this will be, it's review time. It's review time. Yes, we got some uh, Jedi Survivor I finished. We are going to talk about that. Um, I will warn before I get into any spoiler territory, so feel free to listen until that point. Uh, and then, uh, you'll, you'll just want to go play. I, that's the plan. Anyhow, um, <laughs> we are going to also touch base super quickly of some super early impressions for tears of the kingdom. We have both started playing, uh, and, uh, we're going to end off, uh, with a question bag. We've got a question from the loud crowd. We're going to chat about at the end, and then we're gonna play some mind games. So stick around for some mind games. That's always a good time. Uh, so before we get too deep, though, we're, we're going to hit with the reviews. We're going to take uh, maybe a minute or, pe- or impressions, not reviews. Uh, we're going to take maybe a minute here each and just it might even take just a sentence. Who knows of what <laughs> what are our thoughts super early on Tears of the Kingdom? Go first, sir. We're going to uh, do this and then we're going to crack bruise after this. The bruise are still coming, guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. Always the bruise. Always get that. Oh, dude, I I'm in love. Uh, initial impressions: I'm in love with the game. I uh, it's so good. It's better than Breath of the Wild, hands down, hands down. If you love Breath of the Wild, I have negative doubts that you will enjoy this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could sum it up for me in probably two sentences. Um, all the fears are gone that I had, and probably the most addictive video game I've played in 20 years, probably. I mean, it's oh. addictive. Hell yeah, dude. I was a little <laughs> bit worried for you because you, you had some skepticism, some understandable skepticism. Uh, super happy to hear that. Dude. Yeah, uh, I was. Hard I agree. was worried. Hard I agree. was worried. I lost my entire Saturday to it. Yeah, <laughs> I well, you know, I was playing Jedi. So I uh-huh. yep. I had a goal that I had to beat Jedi before I could play Tears of the Kingdom. And fair, fair. You'll know. Yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit more deeply why. But um, I did not waste my time with that game. So that was great. But I I did go out on Saturday and I picked up Tears of the Kingdom. So it was just an extra motivation. It was in my house. I could pick it up and play it. <laughs> It's like let's Running go. Running up the metaphorical rocky stairway. Yes. Uh, yes. Instead of punching the air, you're uh, you're slicing up troopers. Right. Absolutely. And I was uh, I left it on the on the on the TV stand out in the other room. So every time I walk out, you know, to get a drink or do something, I was like, there it is. I, I I'm gonna go play more Jedi, and I'll be back to that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's great. It's really great. Um echo what Josh said. We we will have deeper impressions and review uh, coming in the future, but you'll definitely be hearing a lot about a Zelda and uh, just get ready for it and jump into our Discord and talk Zelda with us, man. We're, our Discord's been picking up. It's been really nice. I do want to say thanks before yeah. we hop into the brews that, you know, a couple, uh, couple new peeps here and there have joined and uh, it's just keeping it more lively and I really like to see it. So it's been great. It's been a really good time. Yeah, our Discord's been hopping lately. It's been fantastic. Yeah, it, it has been. So 
Uh, click on the links below. You'll see those in everywhere if you're listening to podcast or if you're watching on YouTube um, or Twitch. We have it in one of our uh, our options on Twitch as well that you can click on and join up on the Discord. Free to join, and uh, you uh, you could potentially win some free games over there. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that here next. Actually, before we get in, we got a little bit more cleanup to do, but we're gonna crack the brews before we do any cleaning. So what do you what do you got, Josh? What are you drinking this week? Uh, oh, I got hold on, hold one. on, hold on. I can't. Oh, oh. I, 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 I made a thing specific now, and I think it's going to stick around forever. So get, hold on ah, a sec. Everybody get, get your ears ready. Get your ears ready, everybody. All right. Okay, there you go. Hey. <laughs> little little Zelda, <laughs> little Zelda for everybody along with our brews, because that is a big thing for Josh and I. And that's going to be our little new segue yes, uh, music. So. Uh, audio difficulties tonight, so Josh didn't get to hear it. He'll be more excited next time. <laughs> I will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, cool new beer. Actually, I got like a, a variety pack of this brewery, and it's all been really great, actually. Uh, but this one in particular is their Hazy IPA. I can go okay. figure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is from Warpig Brewing, and okay. it is their Foggy Geezer Hazy. Foggy uh, Geezer. <laughs> Uh, dude, all their beers have been really good. Um, I almost, I debated bringing on their dry hot porter because it was just a really different, really great porter, but I, I couldn't hang on to it long enough to make it to the, <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> Too good to save for the pot, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad yeah, This is definitely a tart hazy, man. It's got enough bite to it. Mm. It's, it's, uh, light in flavor heavier in texture like a hazy should be uh a little bit of tropical notes in there okay. but it's all really good yeah that's a great one um would definitely recommend war pigs brewing i've had a few of their stuff now and it's all been really good nice nice well tart for you means it's probably pretty pretty tart for a lot of people so <laughs> <laughs> I like some tart yeah yeah uh i have uh i, I think it's bockle horkin or hornin uh, they've been around since 1987. It's all I know. It's a really hard name to say and read. Their font's not great, but as an Anderson Valley Brewing Company, uh, it's a blood orange goes. Uh, it's got it's a uh, it's got a like a, a moose bear on it or something. I don't know, man. Like it's 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 a bear with with antlers. <laughs> that looks like something like the one they tried to describe the rhino, but it came out with a horse with a horn on it. Yeah, something like that, man. It's it's very weird. I don't I don't understand where that comes from. It's got to mean something somewhere, but uh, we're gonna see how it tastes. I had it goes on the last time we potted, and uh, they always are pretty good. I don't have to be honest. I don't think I've had one I, I haven't like liked them. yet. It's a good style of beer. Yeah, that's in the the realm of a sour. So if you like sours, that's good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, most goes I think are. And yeah, that's another one. That it's goes pretty adjacent good. Sour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. It's, bad. it's so it's bad. <laughs> it is so bad, but it's so good at the same time. I mean, it goes down good. Oh yeah, that's great. So uh, let's talk about some free games before we get into talking about the review tonight. Yeah. Uh, we already gave away uh, some free games over on our Discord. So be be sure to go over there and join up. That is where we will be announcing our question of the month, because we're doing monthly questions over there now. 
And that's where the question will be. And you'll also hear the question on the show. But we want our Discord to grow and we want to give away, you know, games. And what's the best way to do that is just get everybody over there and chat in games and, and be aware of it. So we will oh, yeah. we will post the question in our Discord, but we'll also announce it on the podcast. So you'll hear it uh, almost day and day, right? Um, and that will be the plan for the foreseeable future. Uh, rules are posted in the Discord for the giveaway uh, channel. So you'll see it in there. Um, I guess some of the some of the ones I want to go over quickly with everybody just new listening to the show that might want to pop over there and say hey and uh, just hang out and be cool like the rest of them over there is um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. I kind of dumbed it down to five things you guys just need to know. Be on our Discord and listen to the show. I mean, that's one thing, technically. Uh, only two wins per year per person. Okay, I got to try and spread it out. We spread the love to everybody. Uh, yeah. You must email your answer to loudthumbs at gmail.com. That way we have a way to get to you directly uh, without trying to use our Discord and stuff. We're trying to also build an emailing list. So I'll, just to be crystal clear to everybody, we want to be able to contact our listeners other ways as well. Um, now the winner will be drawn at random uh, and announced on the next live podcast and our Discord the same time. So we'll uh, you'll have 14 days uh, to email your game of choice after you've won. And we'll email you the code. Simple as that. And uh, first winner was One Pin Tones. Everybody out there, if you've been listening for a while, he's one of our regulars. He's been on for a while. And Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the question we will post is actually going to be a question from the podcast. So we need you guys to listen and catch out, you know, all those answers. And Josh, uh, Josh will be bu- busting out a question on the Discord and on the podcast yeah. on those... Uh, appropriate Wednesdays or Thursdays when we record, depending on scheduling. So that's the plan for the foreseeable future to give away games right now. I mean, there's a pretty decent amount of games in the vault. You can go in, you can see the games in the vault and you get to pick the game out of the vault that you would like. So you are not just getting something random. If there's something you like and you see it, eh, well, it could be yours. It's as simple as that. And with the help of our Patreon members, uh, we're going to continue to grow the vault and have more games in there as time goes by. So you'll see them, you know, add and subtract and, you know, continue from there. So it's a pretty, pretty cool thing. I think, you know, for, for our little podcast to be able to share video games with everybody out there, it's kind of a big deal for us. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's awesome. It's super, super cool. So I'm, I'm excited to uh, continue that path and, and see where it goes in the future. So you want free games, simple as joining the discord and you're already listening. So you've already done half, man. Just head to discord links below. (laughs) Get over there. All right, well, we are going to get into the review of Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, man, I got to tell you, I I was surprised with just how smooth the game was first. It And I don't mean that, okay, because people are going to hear that and they're going to be like, well, the game launched and it was terrible and it had all these broken, you know, issues and so on and so forth. Mm, yeah. I, guess I, I guess I should uh, be more specific with like, from one game to the next how they just transitioned into the next game everything feels Uh, like it just stopped and started and you know you're you don't get cut down on your powers and the story is just flowing everything just feels smooth as far as story and one game to the next the very smooth transition uh yeah that's very cool yeah it is super super cool i had about 28 hours in my playthrough 
and I, I did beat it. I beat the game's story. Um, I definitely can go back and play some Metroidvania style now if I would like, because it is that style of a game. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as I continue talking about the game here. But uh, that should perk some ears, I hope, for a lot of people out there uh, just knowing that it's explore, 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 you know. Um, I think I kind of told myself it's, it's almost like uh, <laughs> I was thinking about The Office. Josh and I are big Office fans. So it was like oh, yeah. the the episode where Pam gets drunk at the Chili's and she it waits till the ice melts and she says it's second drink. It's like second drink. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, that's what this game is. It's like when you beat the game, now you have what you need to enjoy like a second game. It's like second drink, second game, because there's so much more you can do even after you finish the story, because there's oh, so many yeah. more side quests. But the game I come to find in my playthrough, the game kind of wants you to finish the story so that you have all the abilities that you need to go back and revisit all the things you want to revisit. Because you will uh, find okay. early on, you'll find areas where you'll wonder, like, can I get there? And you can't, but you think you can because it looks like there's certain things you can do. You just have yet to unlock what you need to do those things. So it can be oh, kind of okay. confusing, but that's the Metroid yeah. style of it. Yeah, that was that's pretty consistent with the first game, too. Yes, I haven't beat Fallen Order yet, but I know exactly what you're talking about because Fallen Order starts the same way. Yeah, they're keeping keeping that style real consistent. Yeah, yeah, which was one of my favorite parts of the series so far is just how it feels like one continuous game. It's just uh, it's really good. It's really, really fun. Um, obviously Cal and BD are back. Uh, so they're just on a new adventure. It's just been some years have passed and, uh, he's a little bit more grown up as a Jedi now. And he's just kind of focusing on, you know, his missions and he thinks he's doing the right thing. And then, you know, you have that normal Jedi struggle happening that, you know, he pushes himself through, uh, here and there. Um, I'm really not going to ruin story or talk deep about story in this. Cause I don't want to, I always have a problem with that. I don't want to like ruin the story. Now I'm going to talk a lot about gameplay for sure, because there's a lot you can do in this that I didn't expect. And there's a lot that could be kind of goofy and broken. And I have some footage I'll toss up here for uh, everybody to see once I get to it. But um, I, I can say as far as just what I want to talk about for the story and get it out of the way was my wife saw the twist coming. I did not see the twist coming. So uh. I know other people who saw the twist coming, but I kind of feel like the game had a couple of twists. So I think that gives more people out there listening and you too, Josh, you know, to go play it because yeah. you, you may not right. know like, oh man, like I kind of saw that coming and then something else happens that I assumed and I was right about, but it wasn't as much of a twist as much as it was like, oh, hey, I see what's happening here. It's it's going to be a whole thing. Oh, um, uh, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I thought the story was great. Um, I have heard a lot of people talk about if they make a third one of these and they kind of culminate it as a trilogy, that it will be the best Star Wars trilogy ever made. Um, I've, I've heard that statement. Yeah, that's super tough because... I mean, maybe where they are right now and what they've done so far is fantastic. I would say that it's probably 
for me, it would be under the original trilogy still. But okay. it depends on what they can pull off with the third one. Like if something happens sure. in the third game and then it really culminates to something, you know, and I'll connects all the pieces. I could see that being a thing. So I kind of agree with them halfway, but it's really hard for me to say that it's better than the, uh, you know, the OG trilogy, because that's just a great set of movies there. So, uh, yeah, um, you do have uh, some new characters uh, that come into the game as well. You have some old ones. Um, we have um, Marin is back in this uh, Grease, uh, Seer. Uh, is, is it Inno? Eno Cordova? They just call him Cordova all the time, I think. Uh, he's back okay. as well. He was he's BD's original owner in the first game. If you've played, he was. The oh, guy. yeah. 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 OK. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. But um, but yeah, there was there was some really good payoff about halfway through the game that I think helps the pacing a lot in the game, too. I think the pacing was really good with how long in between gameplay and big story beats things would happen. Uh, and I I would say I didn't do a beeline of the story. I did pretty close. Uh, according to how long to beat, it's like 18 hours to just story the game. And I had t- okay. 28 in it. So I had 10 more hours in it. Um, oh, you did some stuff then. I did some stuff. Uh, I think a completionist was like 54 hours. So I was like a little more than half. But uh, it was like, OK, uh, I-, I like this pacing. I can go off and kind of do things. I'm still the guy who like, oh, they want me to go right. But there's a hallway to the left. I'm going to go down the hallway and see if there's something hidden. You know, <laughs> I'm that guy every yeah. time. If they give me two options, yeah, I got to take both options. If they give me two, I can't just take one. So, so I, I liked that type of, uh, of pacing it had, uh, there wasn't like a ton of secrets happening at all times or things that always make me feel like I had to go backtracking or I was forced into something. It was just like, okay. And then you go a couple of beats and you'd be kind of like, oh man, like, I'm kind of getting in the repetitive and then something would happen. They'd kick you with a new ability. They do something Uh, in the story, you know, somebody would join the team or, you know, that kind of stuff. And, um, this has a similar vibe, similar. And I want to say similar is like very little. Okay. Similarity (laughs) of God of war. So where you can use, you know, Atreus, you can in the first game, uh, the 2018 God of War, where you can tell Atreus to like fire at things or shoot things. You can have party members that will join your team and you can tell them to do something. They can maybe like, you know, strap someone in place so you can just waylay the crap out of them and they can't move. Um, You know, maybe they'll help you through a puzzle, those kinds of things. Gotcha. So so that's really nice that it breaks that up as well. So I was happy to see that, too. I'll talk about the final battle a little bit later. Uh, I'll obviously I'll keep it all spoiler free, but um, let's let's uh, go ahead, Josh. Before you get before you get too far, uh, how do you think they connected the two stories? Did it seem a little too? Did they have like a kind of a generic opening, or it seemed just like oh, conveniently this thing happened, or do you think it was actually a pretty good connection? It was really really good. I thought it was well done too because what they did was they you fast forward in time. So you're okay. years later and it just starts there. But as you play through the game, Cal starts getting like flashbacks and memories of the training that happened between the first game and this game. And okay. they, they actually mean something like they'll affect your gameplay after they happen. And I thought that was kind of unique and new something a little different. Nice. You're, you're okay. not doing it 
per se in person. Like I said, uh, when the game starts off, you're still a badass Jedi. Like you are killing it. Like, and I love that, that they didn't, they <laughs> yeah. didn't rubber band you back and be like, okay, we got to strap you down until well, something happens. They said, yeah, you've been a Jedi for a few years now. You can clearly do everything you did in the last game. And then as he's going through these struggles that happen and he's trying to, you know, balance himself with the force and everything, these story beats would hit and then he would go. Oh, and then like a new thing he could do, like he could solve a puzzle differently or he had a new force ability or he had something oh, else going okay. on. And nice. that was that was built into the story and the gameplay as like, I think it made it a better transition instead of like this hard cut. And then this boom, we're right back in to where we stopped at. It was just really nice to have like that mystery in between for me of like, where, where did things go wrong? Where, where did something break that caused him to be where he's at now? And you, Oh, okay. That was kind of a little bit of a hook that kind of kept you fill filling in as you watch and play. But it kept me like, wanting more like okay i need i need to know how this happened why did it happen what am i going to do about it that kind of stuff and gotcha okay i really liked how they did that with the story without just telling you you know what i mean um i, I mean gotcha. god of war god of war ragnarok kind of did that i mean they did like you know a catch-up thing at the beginning where they did you know if you hadn't played the first one but yeah it was almost like okay, it ended and then like, okay, Ragnarok's coming. So you almost did just start right away with it. Um, sure. Something yep. kind of happened, but not so. I was just saying that because it's not to say that I would have hated it if they did it any other way. I just thought this was a little bit more unique and, and fresh for Star Wars too, especially because. Oh, gotcha. I mean, a lot of the Star Wars movies, I guess if I'm thinking about them in my opinion, then they they have gaps but like nothing explaining the gaps. Like when it goes from, you know, uh, Empire Strikes Back to Jedi, it, there's been quite a bit of time gone and, you know, Luke's like a total badass now, but they don't really explain, you know, how any of that happened or why we're just supposed to accept it's been time and it, all it took was time. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. <laughs> sure, sure. Which is fine. I mean, storytelling's coming a long way and, and you know, the years that we've been doing it and now we're seeing it in video right. games with star Wars. So, but yes, I, I think well, well done. What probably, I mean, a great question That's probably one of my underlying favorite parts about the game was just how it kind of hooked you right away with a, what, what happened and nice. getting, to, getting to watch it play out. Not immediately, but just kind of seeing it happen when you meet a new character and you get a little background from dialogue from them on something that might have happened. You know, where have you been? And then there's a little story. It really kept you paying attention like you weren't like ignoring what they were doing. Gotcha. Now, does this game story stand alone enough from the first uh, that you won't be lost or, or um, I obviously not having experienced the first part of the story, you're going to lose a lot of context and depth as some of the things are saying, but are you completely lost in this game? If you haven't played the first, uh, you would be, but they did exactly what God of War Ragnarok did. And they make an area at the beginning where you're, I, if I remember right, cause it was 28 hours and it's just been a, a week or so, but it, <laughs> uh, you wake up, and it was it was like essentially like a dream thing kind of happening. Like 
you uh, are, okay. are living through in your memories and your dreams and your past. So they catch you up that way. And uh, then when okay. you, when you wake your new cow. So yeah, they, they just kind of took a, a book or note out of the book of uh, Ragnarok more or less. And nice. I think, okay, I mean, cool. we've been asking for that for a long time. We, we've, we've been talking about that kind of thing for ages, I think. And it's great to see games doing that for people who maybe didn't play the first one or, you know, the first one was hyped enough that exactly. they wanted to get yeah. it. And now this one's out and they're like, Ooh, I can get this one. I'm just going to get it. Now you can just go nuts. Right. Right. Instead yeah. of having the wait to an entire game and depending on your schedule could take a few months and then, then you have to wait a few months to get into the next one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Um, not lost. You would not be lost. You can start playing this one. You feel so, so cool. The controls come back, you know, pretty easily, even for, you know, me who hadn't played. Oh boy. I probably hadn't played it in six months or so. And I was just like, Oh, okay. I'm back into it again. Um, you will definitely find yourself, um, feeling like it's a souls game. Uh, I think it still has that bone skeleton to it. Um, it looks like it. Yeah. And we were talking on a discord a little bit of babbling monkeys on discord talking and, uh, him and I both were playing it about the same amount of time. And we both agreed this, this one kicked up the difficulty uh, a little bit more. The notch is up there a little bit. Uh, so respect, oh, nice. respect everybody out there playing under grandmaster. Cause that's, that's psycho. That's real crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So, and that's oh, another man. positive I want to put into this game, uh, talking about it is because I really like that they finally, I mean, for me, okay, I love Star Wars, I love video games, I like Souls likes, but there's things I don't like about them, and you know, we've talked about those. Yeah. The, the one yeah. thing I don't like about them is that they're one difficulty, and that's it, they don't give you any room to play. It's you play the way I want to play, or you get out, and I like that this is that kind of game. You want to you want to play a Souls like kick it up to Grandmaster. You're going to get it handed to you. I guarantee it. But <laughs> if you want to play a, a really, really cool game, kick it down to story. You know, I think it's four difficulty levels. If I remember right, it was story. Um, normal was, I think, just Jedi. I think there was Jedi Master and then Grandmaster. I think those were the four. Okay. Uh, I might be wrong, but the normal one is what I played on just the default setting. And I mean, I got to hand it to me a, a few times. I got to hand it to me a lot toward the end, but um, we'll talk about it when we get into the, into the, some of the problems of the game too. But there, there were reasons in the game. You do get it handed to you that were not your fault guaranteed. So, uh, okay. So that, that gotcha. is a thing that uh, we will discuss, but I want to show some of the cool stuff off here. I got some, uh, I got some footage I want to pop up here for everybody watching and uh, I'll try and describe some of it here for everybody listening on the podcast, but uh, jump over to YouTube and check it out too. Some footage I just captured while I was playing, but um, the first, uh, I got to show some of the cool stuff first, but you do, um, you do fight a, um, why am I spacing a rancor? And I just thought they looked super cool. Um, he does look dope they they nailed everything um the spaceships here they they were super cool it, the game just has like this like beautiful look to it like there's places you go to you've it's never seen really gorgeous yeah it's it's really a pretty game uh when it's when it's nailing it it's pretty when it all runs just right and i didn't have a, a bunch of problems in my game but we'll t we'll talk about it there are problems with it that i wish they would have fixed but this particular scene i just thought was just gorgeous 
and everything just looks great. Um, so yeah, and then, you know, you got your little puzzles here now that they have some slowdown things and a close call for me about, about fell there and died, but, um, yeah. The grapple, the grappling is just a lot of fun still and had a, had a great time with those puzzles as well. Um, the, the saber battles, man, there's so many, I mean, the, the sabers like this, I mean, they just tear you up. Like you, I just cut an arm off, uh, instantly. Yeah. Um, it, the sabers, I, I couldn't get enough. They were just so fun. Um, just all the enemies you fought with them. You could, yeah, there's just some cool, like, you know, Ah, uh, brutal. Yeah, just final, you know, <laughs> to to the head, you know, you're done. Um, Dude, it is noticeably smoother than Fallen Order. Not that Fallen Order yeah. was clunky, but they really put some effort into making combat more fluid. Yeah, um, and, I, and I was playing on PS5, so. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing Fallen Order does show its age a little bit with, is that games have gotten a little bit better at that, is, is making things more fluid. Um, still feels fantastic to play but they definitely made some strides to make it feel make combat at least uh more fluid i assume it feels more fluid too yeah it did it did feel more fluid there were moments where it didn't so it wasn't perfect but okay okay <clears throat> it got better with time as you continued to play um but the the saber battles were definitely the the best parts i played a lot with uh the dual saber and dual wielding. So that was like, you know, the double saber uh, and then the dual wield is what I would do, which nice. was just really, really fun. This saber you're seeing on screen here is uh, it's like the long saber. It's like the most powerful saber, but it's slow. So you, you got the it give looks, and take. It looks so cool and so satisfying when it hits things. It Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a real good thud that hits. And then here's another beautiful scene uh, that looked great. Um, and then here some super cool wall running. I had to, I had to show this off because I just, I love the fluidity of how everything worked once you got going. This was a probably like 60% into the game and it just, it looks cool. It it's movie worthy. I would love to see Cal show up in uh, a star Wars movie or TV show at some point, but oh um, yeah, it just, it's just so smooth. It's so cool. So fun. And it's real puzzly. You know, you got to time all that stuff right too. Um, force, force pushing force powers. I, I probably didn't use them enough, but they were still a lot of fun. Just throwing dudes off ledges. That was real good. <laughs> Walking up behind them and just force nice. pushing them off of stuff. Uh, always a good laugh. Had a lot of fun with that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it was addictive. Like it really was. I mean, like I said about Zelda earlier, it was a very addictive game too, but this was one where I sat down and just thoroughly enjoyed myself pretty much the whole time. Uh, we streamed some together, uh, on the channel, my son and I, and just had a blast with it. Uh, some of the puzzles will get you kind of stuck on it, but the saber battles, they always kept you coming back for more. The, the sabers are brutal this time around. I mean, you're cutting arms off and heads off and legs off cutting dudes in half. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's, it's brutal. So I was, I was happy to see that. Uh, there's a lot of memes and spoofs out there. People joking around about how, um, you know, sabers don't work the same in games as they do in movies, you know, <laughs> like, um, oh, yeah. this, this is narrow in the gap, man is super, super close to what you see in the movies. There are moments where, you know, you do hit, you know, a couple hits that you think, okay, they would have been done, but then you kind of lose the fun. You're just meleeing everybody to death. You know, <laughs> it wouldn't really yeah, be that challenging yeah. anymore. 
But yeah, this really, uh, it really did edge the gap a little bit for me. And there was just really cool moments uh, cutting. I think it was a banther I was fighting there in the one uh, clip where it just totally cut his arm off. If you get the speed on the, the tapping the square fast enough where he can't grab you a second time, you just lop his arm off and you're going, you're fighting him one armed then. It's great. So the, if, if you don't enjoy the story, which would blow my mind for anybody who's a Star Wars fan, yeah, you're going to keep coming back for the saber battles. They're so much fun. And then the, the force battles are great too. Or if you're wanting to, you know, play around with the force itself, uh, you can do a lot of cool stuff. I mean, it's not really like you're going to play stealth, but being able to like mind trick people to fighting into each other or fighting uh, other enemies yeah. can do that kind of stuff. And, you know, force pushing them, you could grab them off of ledges. If they throw grenades at you, you could force push them back. I mean, there was just... Uh, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the variety the variety of gameplay is, is on point, and there's just so much of it there. There's always something to kind of freshen up the game so you're not feeling like you're stuck in a rut with the way you're playing. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to change my stance at this next saves point, you know, save point, you know? And then you just flip it over and you know, switch over to using a blaster and a single saber. You know what I mean? You could do that too. You, you have a blaster oh, on your cool. hip. Yeah. So you can bust. I did not use blaster. Um, it was kind of blasphemy in a way, you know, for a Jedi to be going around <laughs> just shooting everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's um, fair. That's but you fair. can do it, man. You go rogue if you wanted and just blast in people like crazy. Just be a, be a Han Solo Jedi if you'd like, uh, which I really thought that was kind of neat that they could, you could lean into that if you wanted to. And, um, building up your your trees in the game you know because this is a lot like uh like horizon um i mean it's a lot like the last game as well but you know there is a a skill tree and you kind of get to pick it and at any point yeah. you can you can kill it and rebuild it in a different direction so like if you're getting it handed to you and you oh yeah okay yeah you can totally reset you can, your stuff you can respect Yep. anytime for free yep i i did not have to worry about paying anything wow. i only did it once but i didn't have to do anything in game to make it happen it was like okay i probably need to lean a, lean a little bit more survival so i went more into my spec for health and and uh, uh stims dude, i know? love that yeah because as, as cool as that the long saber looks like what if i didn't like it right now i've specced into something trying to make something that i think looks cool and should be cool, cool, but it's not cool. And then yep. now I'm stuck in, the, in a build that I hate. And like, well, now I'm out 15 hours. Right. I guess I better restart. Uh, and that's awesome. Letting you uh, respec on the fly. Uh, honestly, it's a great move. Um, lets you definitely try things anytime you want. Yeah. And we'll and adapt to the next boss or something like that, too. Right. Absolutely. If you're getting handed to you by a boss and you're like, Exactly like you said, you're you're up against them with, you know, a, a heavy, slow weapon that's powerful, but you can't hit the thing. It's like, oh, man, I got to do something here. So then you can just, you know, pop into your last load and just swap around, you know, whatever you'd like. And that's it, awesome. it, it's super cool. It, I think it adds to the approachability of the game, too. So you're, you know, the difficulty levels are there, plus the respecking options are there. So you have all these things kind of working in tandem to help. Right, right. Um, any anybody play it honestly i think um you know it's i think you could my son's 13 obviously but like i really think you could probably hand this to young gamers and just get them loving some star wars for sure because i think i think it was pretty easy to pick up and play um and then when it gets difficult you can either respec or you can just drop it down to story and it'll just become much easier so yeah i never tried the the story but i did read a little bit about that and they said that yeah it's it's definitely one where 
you're you're gonna take a lot of hits before you're gonna call it quits kind of thing so nice uh, nice other than falling from puzzles because when you do fall like if you're uh wall running or anything along those lines you're gonna fall oh. and it does take health when you fall which is just like the first game after so many falls it's like oh you're dead right. restart. Uh, which makes <laughs> yeah. sense yeah um so yeah uh, a lot of cool stuff in the game as far as that goes um i do have some more here so let's uh let's talk about some of these we have uh not just the cool stuff but i want to show some more of the force pushing stuff because man it was just fun like using the shields to block their fire here yeah and just that's eat cool. the shield when <laughs> <And> you're done <laughs> captain america their ass yes yeah. yes 100 percent um, amazing that was that was a blast and then yeah you're coming up on these guys you know just all standing near edges see you later the shield guys and the fire guys are the worst they're blowing bombs back at them uh instant death it's just like it should be uh so that's just a great time and uh this guy got a little mouthy uh so i had to send him for a ride (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a long fall Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's uh that's a similar to a Zelda Sky Island run there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And this was pretty cool. Back at him with the rocket, and then uh, oh, bring, bring him in and the rocket, send him out. You that know, looks, so satisfying to watch. Oh, yes, it really is. I had to I had to save the ones that were just the best to rewatch. And then yeah, a little uh, get over here. Oh nope, have it. It's all yours. You know, just throwing stuff back at guys was great. I loved catching stuff and just chucking it back at their face. It was the best. It looks so fun. So satisfying. <laughs> you really finally is. get to the one guy who's been like annoying the hell out of you, which and Fallen Order for me has been the rocket guy. So yep. uh, I can't wait to do this. Yes. Yes. It is extremely satisfying. It's just such such a fun gameplay mechanic. And I, that part of the game, like it never really failed for me. It just worked. Um, I, I had so much fun with it. It was great. Uh, when you die and have to restart or replay something, I just doing it different, just a little bit like, oh, I'm going to force this or do this or do that. Um, oh yeah. The yeah. flame guys are by far way worse than the rocket guys or anybody else in this game. I know what you mean by the rocket guys for sure, but, uh, uh-huh. The the fire troopers, oh my god, they're terrible. Their fire will come out probably ten feet, so you can't get close to them at all. And none of your weapons will hit them. You could go blaster probably and take care of them, but like I said, uh, I, didn't, I didn't play sure. blaster on them. Yeah, yeah. But what I started doing with them actually was I just started force pulling them to me and just cutting them in half. <laughs> uh nice yeah they had no defense they had zero defense that was so good um and i you know unfortunately that didn't i didn't come to that realization until probably i was probably 15 hours in i was just so annoyed with those things (laughs) and i'm like yeah what am i doing and i'm just like before they even pull the trigger i'm like get over here and then just a couple slashes and they're toast you know so that was great um jumping over them was another one i started doing you could do like a double jump flip over them and then get behind them oh yeah then you could take them out that was another good one for the shield guys too um because they even if you force pulled a shield guy to you he'd still keep his shield kind of wish you could yank the shield out of his hand that would have been cooler but um yeah yeah Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun had a a bunch a bunch of fun 
Um, I do want to start talking about a little bit of the problems because they do exist. Um, unfortunately, I think, you know, they don't make too many perfect games out there uh, yet, but there's there's plenty. Um, the biggest one for me that bothered me was the dithering, um, which what dithering is, if you're not familiar with this, it's where nothing stays smooth around the edges. So when your character moves, there's like a, a flaw in it and... This had like, uh, I, you know what? I put my own little name on it, but it's like a ghost dithering. Like you could see the outline of your character. If you were moving too fast, it would just always exist around you like your aura or something, you know? Oh, okay. Very strange. I have some footage of it that, that will definitely come up here, uh, as, uh, as I talk about it. But, um, I had one crash and that was it. Only one. And it was completely random. Have no idea. It was literally just jumping down off of a cliff onto a platform to go to a chest. And it was just, that was it. Um, I did force break the game a couple times because I wanted to see if I could. <laughs> um, there's an elevator, which I have footage of. I'll, I'll, I'll show that I, I don't show the footage of the elevator, but I broke the elevator because the elevator had like holes in it. It was going up like a tube. And you could walk out of the holes at any time. If you just timed it right, you could walk out the holes and then you would just be like floating in midair. Um, and it would it would break the game. Like you would die and then you get a black screen and then it would load, but it was a far longer load time because the game was way lost on what just happened. Oh, um, uh, okay. Okay. So uh, screen tearing is also a problem. I don't know. I'd like to know for everybody out there who might be listening or watching... Um, I think that's the biggest problem for me in video games is screen tearing. I always see it. I can't ignore it. It's just, it's like a huge exclamation point, raring red glaring thing in my face every time I see it. And there was, it was always happening. It happened to me all the time in the game. So, and it, and especially the game areas with like the cloud world that we saw where I was up real high in the sky. Um, oh Yeah everything's just kind of white. So you could see the tear so much easier because it's just one solid uh, color, you know? Um, okay. So that was problematic for me. Um, and I had some weird issues where like, when you would go to like, say, um, I don't know, you're going to slice something or you're going to, you're going to like a, a portal or, you know, a, a computer, whatever they want to call them you'd go and select it and it, your character would like slide and then like, like kick in place, you know, it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, You know, the animation was gone. It's 2023. That, that should be a smoother thing. Yeah. If you're calling your game triple a, which we definitely are in this situation, you shouldn't be having these oh, weird sliding problems and stuff. Um, pop in between cutscenes was really strange too. And I also noticed that that's probably the second thing I noticed the most is when you go from gameplay to cutscene or vice versa. If, if characters are wearing like clothing, especially like flowy clothing that moves, it would like the closing, the clothing would like flicker or like move really fast and then just get stiff. You know what I mean? Like it was just so oh, strange, but I would, like, uh, Aloy's hair and zero yeah. Dawn. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Cal's, okay. Cal's okay. hair does the same thing. They've got like a hair physics going on with him, which is OK. It's kind of cool. That never really caused a problem because um, you can change his hair to all kinds of different ways. You can give him mullets and all kinds oh, of stuff. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that. Yeah, right, right. So 
that was a bit of a problem. And it did happen like pretty much any time it went from gameplay to cutscene. And then after that, when there was just flipping between the cutscene pieces, which was all in game footage, which is kind of weird, um, you would just see that. So that was just a little nitpick of mine that I, I just always see. Um, obviously, all the things I'm talking about here, um, they mean something, but they never broke the fun of the game for me. Uh, this game was fun the That's whole way important. through. Yeah. 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 I mean, playing on a PS5, uh, a PC, Series X, whatever you're playing on, it's going to be fast load times. There's not a huge amount of inconvenience. So, yeah, um, none of it really bothered me at all. Um, I think those were mostly it. So I'm going to show some of the footage here of uh, what I pulled out from that kind of stuff and happening here. But here's the dithering, oh. Josh. So you see that there? Um, so I slowed this footage down, by the way. So I'm going to kind of rewind okay. it for everybody. So, and it's going to get worse. I'm going to show the dithering a little more and more, but there is a shadow around the characters, especially around BD on his head there. It's just flickering all over the place around the shoulders and the arms. Um, it's, huh. it's pretty bad. Um, I, I oh, don't know I why. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, I oh, know your, your screen's probably pretty small compared. Yeah. But, but it's really strange. No, I, uh... That huh. one was super obvious. I have obvious. never seen that in a game. Yeah, I, this is the worst I've ever seen it, if, if at all. Like, I don't think I've ever noticed. I had to, I'll be honest, I had to look up what dithering meant because everybody was I've using this term. Yeah, everybody was using that yeah. term. Like, what is it? So I pause this screen here. You can see that there is like three of Cal. Like there's an outline going around his shoulder. You can see BD's outline around him twice. It's just so strange. But then if you watch it, in movement you can just see it stays there his even his head above his head you can see the outline of his yeah. hair anytime anything was moving fast this would happen i'm just standing on an elevator going down and it's freaking out like this so that kind of stuff needs fixed also there's another dithering oh, that as you really bad that there. one's really Good bad Lord. yeah just falling here's some of the clipping glitches and stuff i was telling you about so i waste this guy and he just falls through the <laughs> it gets sucked into the ether yeah, yeah he just disappears through it here's another one where i got stuck in a ceiling as i jumped down i did fall through eventually and was able to still play but just weird stuff here's a random uh banther just uh just stuck like you couldn't move. I just I laid waste <laughs> to him and got rid of him. Free but, kill. Yeah. yeah, free kill on that one. Um, this one here, I pause. The the saber comes out before he ever touches it here. <laughs> just so strange. Um, <laughs> no it's one just wants the premature. Saber. It, it's just hanging on his waist and it comes out. I mean, that's a little dangerous. And then this one here, I'd have a little fun with it. We have just random, like, I'm going to go kill myself here. Wait, I'm going to float first. Now I'm dead. Yeah, let me float a little <laughs> bit. Now I'm dead. Just falls right off the ledge, you know? It's a Looney Tunes moment right there. Looney Tunes. Here's where I broke the game, okay? That's that's where I broke the game right there. Um, so I'll bring it back so everybody can kind of see that one a little bit again. Um, let, me, uh, let me load her back here. But so there's an elevator coming up on the right here. Yeah, so the elevator's on the right that's yellow here. And the wall, you can see, is all beat up and blown out. I jumped out of the wall and just started swim floating through midair. And then I died. It would do. <laughs> yeah, I just I was just super curious after everything I'd been hearing. So I was like, OK, let's let's see what happens. And I, mean, uh, I guess at least it's a real hole and not just like an invisible window there. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was it was Something, legit, I guess. Right. Um. 
so yeah, it has its problems. Like I said, uh, none of them really broke the fun for me. Some of it I did on my own because I was super curious, but it was uh, not a problem. I mean, it, it can be fixed and it should be fixed. And I think for the money we pay for yeah. these and what you guys are telling us, you know, a triple A title is, we shouldn't be seeing this kind of stuff. But oh no, um, I I don't want to really say I forgive it. I want to say that you guys need to fix this and then stop repeating it. Like, don't do this in the next game. Like, it's something that Respawn, we know, is amazing. Like, they do great games. I mean, they did Titanfall. They, you know, they, like, helmed Call of Duty into what it is now before they all busted out and made their own, you know, uh, company. Yeah. So we, we know oh, what you sure. guys can do. And uh, you're, there's a lot that this game does superbly, but these constant little issues and glitches and things uh they need to be ironed out uh, a lot of people um even over on our discord talking we're just like you know they're putting a game out that's more or less in like beta phase it's not done yet and we're buying it from you guys i can't mm, even argue with yeah. that i mean it's it's pretty accurate like it has problems that you should have had players play testing the crap out of it and it's just fixing them from happening, you know, so we have a, a smoother, better experience. Right. So did it ruin the experience? No. Could the experience have been better? Absolutely. So that's that's what we needed to see was a better experience. And in the future, they can do that. Um, I know this one really stepped on a lot of toes for people in the, uh, you know, the, the games industry and a, a big, big, big problem for PC players because you know, it was right, broken. Like rough. the PC one was yeah. like broken and I can't speak on that. I, I don't play on PC, but um, I mean, the PS5 version is not broken, but it's obviously not a hundred percent. It just needs to be corrected. And uh, some serious, similar with the series X and S is uh, as well from all the things I know and what I've read, but um, a couple other things um, just real quick before I get on to some final notes and things was the audio would get real muffled sometimes. I'm curious if anybody else had that issue. Like, and it was only with Cal, hmm. like the main character would be talking to somebody. Their audio sounded normal and he sounded like he was talking into a tin can sometimes. It was just really strange. Um, so I don't know why that was happening. It happened pretty consistently. Even my my kid noticed that. I was like, um, yep, yep. I was wondering if it was just me, but yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> Not with you. yeah. you're, you're hearing it too. Um, and then uh, there's a, one particular scene that happens later on in the game, you're walking through a corridor and as you're walking, everyone is having a conversation and it was so irritating. Like they're all talking to each other. The subtitles are coming on for what they're saying. And then you needed to have a conversation with somebody and they're all still talking around you. It was uh, almost yeah. impossible to tell what the guy was saying to you and what you needed to do without having the subtitles on. So that was, uh, that was probably my biggest annoyance in the game because that one was really annoying because it was not a short section. It was like a minute of walking through this corridor and you're just like, okay. And they're all talking to each other, all saying something. And it's like, okay, I've, I've heard enough. I can't follow. Yeah. That one, that one sounds rough. That one was, but I get bad. that it makes the, the world seems more alive, I guess that way, but you got to balance it with like your player. Right. And it would have been fine if they were all talking at a lower volume, but they were all talking the same volume as everyone else. So it was like, 
they were uh, standing right yeah. by you is the way it was, uh, you know, reacting. Uh, so could have been just another glitch too, but that, that was pretty irritating. Um, but as far as audio goes overall with music, the music is phenomenal. They've, they've taken the star Wars music and just tweaked it just a little bit here and there. And it just sounds so good. Um, there's little touches you oh, yeah. hear there, you know, they, they like weave in like music into other music. So you hear star Wars, but you hear new music and kind of gives you chills and you just get into it. You know? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fre- awesome. fresh and new, but still old and familiar, you know, super cool. Um, and, uh, I didn't have a lot of dialogue repeating itself, which was really great because when you die and like, you need to jump and grab the thing, like he would say something randomly. This game's definitely not handholdy on puzzles, by the way. It's don't be worried about that. If you're worried about like everybody complaining about <laughs> with, with, uh, what happened with Kratos and God of War and Aloy and, and Horizon, because there is no talking to yourself in this one about like, Oh, maybe I should do that thingy. That doesn't happen in this game, by the way. Um, but he would still say stuff like he would say something to the BD, you know, he'd be like, Hey buddy, um, maybe we should do this or Hey buddy, why don't you go over there and slice that, you know, or that kind of stuff. Right. But uh, if, gotcha. if you did it once, that was it. Like they didn't repeat it again. If you died and then you had to play through that, you know, particular part again, it was just, there's no dialogue. I love when games do that. Cause gotcha. I don't, I don't need it yeah. to be said again. It's bad enough. I might have to watch a cutscene that I can't skip. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah. now you're telling yeah. me to do the same thing again and again. Uh, so I really love that. I, I really think overall the, the audio was pretty solid. There were some of those kind of hiccups and glitches I said I ran into there, but that was about it. Um, so some of my other notes, I've kind of went over all this stuff. I mean, it's just, oh, by the way, there is a set piece around eight hours in this game. Just gave me chills. Like about the eight hour mark of gameplay. Like I think about it right now and it gives me some chills. It was one of the coolest video game moments that I've played in a very long time. Um, oh. And I, I would put it right up there with like some of the really cool set pieces you get to do with God of War. So I can't I guess I can't say a right. lot, a very long time. I mean, since, you know, God of War, but we all know where that game is. Sure. Um, yeah. So but for a Star Wars title and for, you know, everything going on in, in this game, like that particular part of the game was like, this is so damn cool. So I love that. Oh um, yeah, man. And, um, the perk system, I didn't talk about the perk system very much. Uh, you can't unlock more perks as you play. I think by the time I was over, you had three slots in the, uh, I had five opened and you can just kind of use your perks. You can mix and match them depending on how many you unlock. Um, I think at the end I had like three of them I was doing all at once. You had like a health regen. Some of them would like up your damage. Some of them would up your blocking. Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, that was cool. kind of a cool thing, uh, that I played around with a little bit here and there. I kind of found things that worked good for me and then I just kind of left them alone. But, uh, you kind of, you have to do things a little off the beaten path to be able to like build the perk system more and find perks. They're not like just given to you. Um, and then, um, one of, uh, I, I I do want to say an equally negative thing that I ran through in the game for gameplay was the healing during battles. Um, I don't know if you run into this, Josh, on Fallen Order, but he just won't do it. Like you tell him to heal and he doesn't do it because there's like an animation happening as you're pressing up on the D-pad. Oh, uh, I yeah, it, it is a little slow. It is a little clunky. I uh, Kind of weird that they didn't improve upon that because healing on demand... Uh, working as you feel like it should, like, like 
like you feel like it's intended, I should say, um, should happen pretty instantaneously. Like if I heal at a bad time or uh, or whatever, let me do it when it happens when I press right. the button. But exactly. uh, yeah, you find yourself waiting and you're like, well, there goes my two milliseconds of time for me to heal. And now I got to dodge a bunch of times to find another uh, opening before I can get, you know, go back on the aggro. Yeah, that was exactly it. Um, I I forgot about it because I hadn't played Fallen Order in such a long time. But my idea still stands as what they should do is instead of BD shooting a stem out of his head and then you catch it and do it, he should have stems in his feet and he should just inject it in you instantly. So there's no wasted time <laughs> of an animation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, the, the animation is cool like five times yeah. until you're like, oh, my God, shoot me the vial. Right. Yeah, put it in. Do the vial. So simple as just putting it in his foot. He's always attached to you with his legs. Just put one in his feet and just have him just shoot the the healing potion into you. I'm done. Yeah. Good. And he just epipens you on demand. Yeah, that's it. It's 100%. And it's done. Like, there's no animation needed. You push up, boom, it's instant. But instead, it were to be like, uh, stim, I need a stim. And then his hand would go up. He would snap his fingers. But then he'd get hit before the stim would get in his hand. And then you wouldn't get it, you know? And then I found uh, myself, yeah. I found myself doing it twice. So I'd hit up, up real fast and then he'd do it twice and I didn't need two of them. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, it was just a constant battle. I found myself in when so, I was so in boss fights. 30% and then 2%. And you're like, well, there goes half the stems I had. You so nailed that's it. Cool. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was, that was probably it for me. Um, I mean, some of the waypoint stuff, I think they could have added like a waypoint thing, maybe a little bit better as well. If I'm looking for stuff for them to improve uh, on the next okay. game. Um, I mean, we both love Ghost of Tsushima. I love their waypoint setup with the wind. That's beautiful. So good. I mean, yeah. when you're talking Star Wars, you can literally make it anything you want because we're talking fantasy, sci-fi, do whatever the hell you want with it. And yeah. just do that. Just make there be an option to where you press the you swipe the the touchpad on the playstation and do something on the xbox whatever and a random like digital line will shoot out you know from the droid that's with you or whatever and just point you in a direction yeah. for two seconds and that's it because i did find myself going in and out of the maps a lot oh yeah i gonna say even dead space did that back in the day exactly put like, a line on the ground right yeah. you just follow the line on the ground uh-huh that's Precisely. my point. That's my point. Exactly. Just steal those ideas. You know, you could make it Star Wars-y and we're good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think ironing out some of the contextual prompts as well in the game could use a little bit of work as well. Um, when, you know, it would say like, if I wanted him to slice something, I had to like be looking directly at the thing. Or if he got off, a BD I'm talking about, if he got off of my shoulder uh, and went to look at something, I had to figure out what he was looking at before I could tell him to scan it. Um, I think having that be in a little bit broader of a setup or if he already jumps off of you, he, clearly he's got the command to do whatever he wants. Just let me press that button. Done. Let me look at right, BD. Right. Let me look at BD and do it. I don't have to look at anything else. Uh, so those little things are just small annoyances that I think they could just be improved upon and just uh, ironed out over time. But um, I mean, my overall thoughts were really just I know it has some, you know, a few broken, you know, things in it that don't break the fun of the game um but it's it's not held back by much other than you know the ironing out of the launch should have been better and they should have just been able to you know put a smoother product out at day one instead of forcing everybody to wait a couple of weeks before they put a patch you know 
Um, oh, the, it was a couple weeks. Yeah, like, I've, I've heard of bad launches, and then day one patch is going coming out to help things. But yeah, I think it two was two weeks. It's still not fixed because I was playing this game as of three days ago, and it still had these issues. Um, it granted the footage you saw. I mean, it does run smooth. It did play smooth, but it does have problems, right? right. And they show up when yeah. you're playing more than just watching. But um, yeah, it's it's hit the two week period now, and there's still lots of problems on PC, especially, and there's still the graphical issues and things like that on the consoles. Oh, okay, yeah. Rough. yeah. So that that would be the biggest hindrance to the game um, for the community. The game itself is is great. It really, really is a great game. Uh, I recommend it. I I say go pick it up if you like Star Wars or Souls likes or both. I mean, this is a game to go for because it's so great. It's rich with lore. The worlds are just built to, you know, play in. I mean, it's not a hundred percent open world, but man, it is real close. If you guys have played Mass Effect, and Josh, I know you have some. It's a lot like that. A little bit. Uh, once you okay. once you open up the like, let's just call it galaxy that you're in. You can just go from planet to planet once you find them on the whim. You get go to your ship, go to the Mantis, and go. Hey, I want to go to this planet. Okay. Hey, I want to go to this moon. Okay. And then just start exploring them. You just go there and explore. You just do it however right, you want. Right. It's really cool, man. And it's it's really fast. Uh, it you know load times are great. There's not really anything that holds the game back other than a really poor launch. And now they're just kind of, you know, digging out of a hole. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I do highly recommend it. It's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fighting for, you know, top games this year for me when we do our uh, loud thumbs awards for sure. It's staying up on Uh, the list. A lot of fun. Okay. So definitely really good then. It is really good. I mean, I'm not going to let it pass for the problems it came out with, but, I'm I'm not going to hold it against it. You know, like we all make mistakes. We're all human, but sure. don't continue to repeat the mistakes. Like we didn't have a major problem. The when Fallen Order launched, it did launch a little rough. But this one here, I think, did launch better because I remember Fallen Order being like way more broken. Um, uh, okay. But this one, they they had a chance and I think they kind of dropped the ball. And I think now they have that, hopefully that third chance when they pull the trilogy off in the future that we're going to be, uh, we're going to be good and we'll be thankful and happy that, you know, it's, uh, yeah. it came out and it didn't launch as, uh, problematically as, as what we've seen here. But I, I say go right. pick it up, you know, and if it's something you can't pick up right now, cause you're playing other games, um, watch for a sale cause you won't regret it. It's, it's just a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm going back to it. It stayed installed on mine. It'll be one. I want to go do some Metroidvania style stuff with go check out other little pieces uh, of lore and meet other people. Yeah. All the unlockables. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I think it'll be one you'll see probably pop up here and there on the stream when we, uh, when we stream some games here from the house. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it for my review. Uh, I don't know if you got any more questions or anything, Josh, you're curious about if you're thinking about it since you're still doing fall in order. Yeah, I, I just need to go back, man. With Zelda out and then yeah. Diablo just around the corner. Uh, from what you're talking about, I'm a little bit glad I haven't started it yet because maybe it'll give some time to like really work out some of those bugs you're talking about. Right. I mean, it sounds it was like it was fantastic, and it's been getting really great um, 
like numbers across the board, even with all that stuff. Uh, but it does give some time to iron out, and then my experience will be that much better when I finally get back to it. Yep, absolutely. And I, yeah, I think that's the same for everybody out there that uh, that's listening that might pick it up. Uh, it's not a bad game, but if uh, if you don't have the dough right now or the time, you know, p- pick it up later. You, you definitely won't regret it for sure. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we do have a question that came in that uh, we're going to answer real quick, like here, because this is kind of a hot topic in the world right now with Xbox and um Xbox, by the way, they will see what happens. But right and right now, it seems like there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel for these guys. The uh, the UK passed on it. They said, go for it. Like, we're good They're They approved. Oh, nice. But we still have the CMA and all these other things going on that we're probably going to have to keep reporting on until whatever happens, happens. But we have a question from Kennedy emailed into loudthumbs at gmail.com. So you guys do can do the same and says, um, on a more serious topic, their question is what are your expectations for Starfield? I feel like it is made mm. out of made out to be a cross between Skyrim on terms of hype and play and no man's sky in terms of expanse and theme. Um, one of the themes games is arguably the most successful RPG of all time. And the other, while not quite successful as a gigantic launch flop, meaning Skyrim, huge successful launch of all time. No man's sky flopped on its launch, but it's built the game into a solid game that has a really good backing right now. Um, what are your thoughts on, on Starfield expectations, thoughts, uh, coming up? Uh, I mean, they haven't released too much on it, but I know they've been talking about it. They bring it up about any chance they get. Um, like you said, it's it's the, they're trying to build a hype level that is Skyrim esque, and I really hope it delivers because they've been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it without a ton of reveal on it. So if it they're really getting people built up, or they're at least trying to. And if it comes out and it is another No Man's Sky kind of launch, like all the all what little they've shown, like the the environments are like the only cool thing about it. And that they blew their whole load on, (laughs) you know, (laughs) on their on their trailers. It's going to be a rough time for uh, for Xbox because they did the same with Redfall and look what happened with it. Yeah, So I think and we've talked about this and in fact we talked about on the discord as well that it has to be good it it has to be 100 percent, dude. they cannot fail yeah they need it so bad and it's it's a shame because uh, clearly the series x and series s are great consoles they do a lot of things and you know they're up to par but they just haven't had the output in games to really back that and i think starfield has to be that it does look cool from that small gameplay trailer they uh they gave us you know a, a space rpg um uh, isn't something you see a ton uh, uh so it'd be really great to diversify the market a little bit but i mean it's got to work right it it, it just has to it it looks cool I, I want it to be cool i want it to be cool for xbox because frankly playstation has to have a competition like I'm not as much, uh, clearly I'm not as much of an Xbox person as I am PlayStation, but I don't want Xbox to flop so PlayStation can get lazy. Like, they need the competition. I want this to be good, especially for all the people who are already fans and haven't even touched the game yet. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think they, they, they need this to win. They, they cannot compete in any form fashion. If, if Starfield does not deliver what they're telling people now, it doesn't have to be a 10. It doesn't have to be the perfect game. Right. But if it doesn't deliver what they are telling people, then forget it. I like, I feel like, and I, I have said something very similar to this, um, on the podcast, but I feel like this is going to be, I, I did say this exact thing. This is going to be the first Bethesda game that doesn't feel like a Bethesda game. And now, now dude, if this, (laughs) if this does not do exactly that, that is not going to be good for them. This has to feel like something different, something that Bethesda has never done before because it needs that attention. They can't delay it. It It has to come out on time. It has to come out and deliver. It can't be buggy. It has to launch solid. Okay. Now. Oh, it needs a perfect launch near perfect. At least it has to be near perfect, if not full perfect, because if they launch this game and it comes out and everybody's like, it's just it's just Skyrim in space or, you know, it's just another Bethesda open world. You know, that's just their their thing. That's just them. That's not going to work. Yeah, that's not going to work. They all their eggs are in the Skyfield or Starfield basket. That's where they are right now. It No matter what people say, it, that's where they are, because. People 100%. have lost a lot of faith in Xbox Game Pass. I mean, me personally, personally, if you didn't listen to our last episode that we shot it, same thing. Like I, I don't have Game Pass anymore because they don't have the games on it that, you know, justifies me to pay $300 a year for it. It's just they don't. Yeah. No, so legit. I, I would have to play five games a year to get my money back. And I'm not going to do that. And I, I haven't. But I, I still have had Game Pass for like two years because I, I knew what was coming and then I didn't know it was coming. And we had awesome ghost drops like, uh, you know, Hi-Fi Rush and stuff would just drop and was yeah. amazing. But yeah. Starfield is if it's a Bethesda game, let's do that in air quotes. If it's a Bethesda uh-huh. game, it's <laughs> it's not going to be what people want. It's not going to be that push Xbox needs. Ah, OK, it's not going to be that intention that people go xbox you know everybody's just looking they're seeing playstation nintendo we got zelda we got spidey you know what i mean because those are going to be the big dogs uh-huh. coming this year oh, um, yeah. oh yeah and then they're looking over at xbox like what do you got man like i you know i'm gonna pick you last for the team you know that's just how it's gonna work <laughs> and nobody wants to be picked last they just don't so right now i mean xbox they have to be embarrassed because they were killing it and then they just dropped off the planet and when it comes to video games yeah and they need they need that attention of people going this is the first game from bethesda that we've seen in 20 years now right because what 90 was it 96 was morrowind or something like that when they you know had a huge huge hit um so we're we're almost 30 years man and it's like this, this doesn't even feel like Bethesda. This feels like something so new. It's so fresh. It's so different. And people are gonna be like, are you kidding me? I have to play it now. But if people go, 
oh yeah, man, it's just another Bethesda game. They're going to be like, I've already played all those. I, I don't need to play this game. And you know, yeah, they're not going to jump the They've game pass. Skyrim for the 11th time. Right. And yeah. They're already playing it on their game boys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, we got to get, we got to get into the, the real world here and understand that this, this has changed the game. Uh, you know, pun intended for Xbox. Yeah. It's just, it's just not what it used to be. They, they've got to lean in hard. So my expectations for Starfield are exactly that they, somebody somewhere that I trust that I have the same game tastes in has to say, dude, this doesn't feel like a Bethesda game. This feels like something totally different uh-huh. and it's great. And then I'm on board. That is my expectations in a nutshell. Right, right. Oh, man. And it's supposed to come out not that far away. September 6th is what I just uh, looked up. That ain't up. long, man. And No, it's not. And I and I hate to say it, but I think the smart move after the Redfall disaster is Xbox delays this by a month or two. They They delay it. They make Bethesda go through it with the finest of teeth comb <laughs> and just just go through another month of of bug testing, debugging, what can possibly be wrong, open it up for a private beta, let people try to break it, um and and just really go through it because like I said, they they kinda need this. I don't know what other big titles are on the horizon. Um but I haven't. I don't know if I really know of much. Right. I think this might be it for now. It is. It's like the biggest like thing that's coming from them. They're doing a, a show for it in June. There'll be a dedicated portion of their Xbox showcase that is going to be this. And yeah, I would not be surprised. Uh, a delay has definitely crossed my mind because there's just so mm-hmm. much more pressure now. Um, and yeah. I mean, yeah. if they launched it in, you know, November again, like where they were originally doing it, it gets delayed in the full year from where it was, you know, it was supposed to be 11, 11, uh, 22. Um, then, you know, they're going to have to push it to, you know, 11, 10, 24 or 11, 24, 24 or something. Who knows? But <laughs> they, yeah. I, I would not be surprised to see a delay as well. Um, now it, it's been on my radar but it's not really like on my radar anymore. Like until I see something um, and honestly, it all comes down to actually playing mm-hmm. it. Um, I will admit this game comes out. I'm going to have to throw my own two cents on it. I want to play it. I want to know what it's like. So I will probably pick up game pass right. for at least a month and just check it out. But yeah, that's fair. I, I'm not like just ready for that. Like I'm not fully expecting myself to do that because I just don't know. I got to see more. And hopefully in June, when we see the showcase, they'll show me enough to go, okay, this looks like it's got potential, you know, more potential, I should say. Because it's had Tears of the Kingdom level of like reveals. They gave us, they've given us some snippets and it's been radio silence. I think the next time they showcase it, uh, it's probably best that it has like a, a section dedicated to it because if this is their last like, hype train currently on the tracks then they gotta show like a bunch oh yeah they need to do they need to do what uh hogwarts legacy did which was where they did kind of like these nintendo treehouse type things um i can't remember what they were called but 
you guys are probably familiar with Nintendo Treehouse, so I won't explain it, but they sat down on the couch. They had like a huge fan of the game who won some kind of like lottery drawing kind of thing, be able to come in and play the game with the developers live on YouTube. Oh, and that's cool. Yeah. Then, then you get the hype. You get a real person playing the game. You get them saying how they feel about it. And then they, they did that. Like, I think they did that like once or twice a month for like the last two months before Hogwarts legacy released. And all it did was just build hype. And we saw what happened with that game. That game exploded. So, Oh yeah. You know, they need to do the same kind of thing. They need to put eyes on this game. They need to be proud of it and they need to be like ready for anything. So get people playing it, get them playing it on screen, able to get, you know, live chats going and everything so they can take feedback and run with it uh, over. If there's no delays, it'd be over the next like three months, you know, from June to September. So they, they have, they have to hit a home run here. That that was my words. I think when we were talking on discord, it's like, it has to be a home run, a uh, grand uh-huh. slam home run. You know what I mean? Bases loaded <laughs> go, <laughs> you know, they got, yeah. they got to hit it hard. So we will see, but I mean, that's definitely my expectations is, is let's wait and see, but it has to be an absolute banger winning game period. Ah, dude, I hope it is because they've been talking about it for a while without saying anything about it. Yeah. So I'm hoping they're just keeping it close to the chest because they see the real potential in it. Uh, and it's not just, <laughs> I hate to say it again, another Redfall. Yeah, no, please not. <laughs> please not. Yeah, it, <laughs> you got to at least be fun if you're going to be called a game. So let's let's do that first. <laughs> you may yeah. not be perfect, but if you're fun, that makes a big difference. Absolutely, it does. All right, so that is it for the question. Again, thanks for uh, mailing that in, Kennedy. Uh, at com. if you guys want to send in some questions to us. Uh, we'll keep reaching into the mailbag and uh, pop them out there, so it's always fun. Uh, we are going to play some mind games now, so let's get started doing that. Josh, you have one ready? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the old button here in a second, and we'll play some mind yeah, games. Yeah, I do have one ready. All right, so I'm going to guess what you're thinking first. Here we go. Okay, uh, are you an item in a game? No. No, not an item. Are you a character in a video game? Yes. Character. Are you a Nintendo title? No. No. Uh, PlayStation title? Yes. Yes, PlayStation. Okay, exclusive PlayStation? No. Not exclusive PlayStation. Um. Oh, shit. Are you also on Xbox? Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> so PC must be on PC still. Yeah, it is. It is on PC. Okay, is it Diablo? Anything Diablo? No, not Diablo. Anything uh, Destiny? Uh, no. Oh man, I'm failing on this one. Um, anything? It's a character in a video game on PlayStation. Uh, it is on Xbox. It's on Xbox too. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And it's a character. Yeah. Character in a video game. Oh my gosh. Um, PlayStation, Xbox is not Nintendo though. So it's on three. Yes. It's a character not exclusive on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Um, man, I can't think of a character that crosses all those right now. They all have their own little mascots. Um, I am drawing all sorts of blanks right now. We were uh, we were just talking about it. The game, anyway. 
we were just talking about it. Uh, Jedi Survivor? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Cal? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, dang it. Okay. I, I lose. <laughs> uh, uh, I was going with BD. BD, he's dope. He's dope. He's, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to say, man, he is probably my favorite droid. I think he's super cool. He's a cute little fella. Yeah. That's for sure. Yep. He, he's one I think, uh, he's, he's believable. Like, you could believe there'd be like a, a BD droid, you know, in this world, you know, little guy. Yeah. He integrates very nicely. I, I even enjoyed him a lot in, in Fallen Order. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, super cool stuff. I, me and my son were playing, uh, talking about him, and I was like, man, it'd be kind of cool just to get a little 3D printed version of him. Oh, he would be an easy 3D printer. Oh, yeah. He's so, like, geometrical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be dope. By the way, I did have to, I had to make my uh, BD uh, Loud Thumbs colors, too, because you can customize BD in this one, like, all kinds of different ways. So he was... Oh, uh, uh, dope. Yeah, That's was, cool. He was white yeah. with orange and purple trim. It was pretty cool. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah was man. pretty awesome. All right, man. Uh, let me kick the button, and I'm ready on mine. Let's go. All right. Uh, are you from an uh, console exclusive? Yes. Uh, Nintendo. Yes. Uh, is this a Zelda title? No. Ooh. Um. Oh man, that's a that's a hot one right now too. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> I didn't follow the meta this, on this one. <laughs> <laughs> is this a, a Mario title? No. Oh, not Mar Mario either. Uh, -uh. uh Nintendo exclusive. Uh, is this a Metroid game? No. Oh man. Uh, Castlevania. They were exclusive at nope, one point. Nope. Not Castlevania. Uh, Pokemon. No. <laughs> oh man yeah you're throwing me for a loop on this one uh nintendo exclusive are you a character i mean i guess you could say i mean okay char character game yeah okay uh well character is the game oh no uh <laughs> yeah more or less okay so it's not the legend of zelda it's not mario Ooh, i think i might lose on this one too uh, time's out <laughs> I don't have too many more guesses left uh, I was uh, I was Wario this time I was thinking of Wario where uh, okay okay yeah yeah oh yeah yeah he has his own franchise yeah yep, he really yep. does he sure does nice fun little goofy games need to put those on mobile I don't know why they never did that that's one that that's... would be a killer mobile title yeah. actually yeah yeah like that's a swing and a miss Nintendo as far as I'm concerned like come on it's perfect yeah. They made the DS one, and it was, you know, DS by today's standard had a really crappy touchscreen. So, yeah. I mean, with modern technology, that was really, I think that would thrive. I think it would be yeah, pretty good. Especially with augmented yeah. reality and stuff we have on our phones now, they could even implement oh, augmented reality, yeah. too. Come on. Yeah, yeah, they could. <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh, cool. We'll probably get that in Switch 2 or something. You know, we'll get augmented reality. And, uh, and... <laughs> in 10 years when we get the Switch 2. Right, yeah, yeah. When, uh... <laughs> When I when my kids are graduated, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel old. Yep. Uh, yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, we both lost this week. That's okay. That's okay. That's all right. It we're, happens. we're still yeah. winners anyway. That's how it goes. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, we're gonna get out of here. That wraps it up for this week. Uh, and you know what? If you guys like video game discussions like this each week, this is your first time tuning in, uh, and you enjoyed the episode, you want more. 
you know, tell your friends, tell everybody else. Uh, you know, we want to stay yeah. up, up to date. We're everywhere. So we're from anywhere from YouTube to Twitter and in between. So uh, we we stream live every Wednesday. Uh, next week will be different. Will be Thursday. I do have speaking of graduations. I do have my son graduating eighth grade next week, so I will be delayed a day. So we'll be streaming some games on Thursday next week, the twenty fifth. But um, we will also be talking about uh, the PlayStation Showcase, which will be happening on the twenty fourth. So that will work out nicely. Yeah. So that will be good. But uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like more, please like, subscribe, follow us, share, you know, find us on all podcast platforms, share share us with your friends, join the Discord. Uh, But uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next episode, game on. Volume up. And stay loud. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch. Brian Coger, Lisa Westerberg, Zach Mezra, Holden Moffitt, SirsFurniture.com.